Hello and welcome to TXF Financing International Trade Fit Zone Country Risk Podcast. I'm Catherine Morton, Head of Trade, Treasury and Risk at TXF, and I'm joined here today by Rebecca Harding, who's CEO of Coriolis Technologies. And in this segment of Risky Business, we're going to be talking about uh, Africa um, and uh, the, the risks therein. So Rebecca, welcome. Um, what's, what are the standout uh, countries and risks that we, we're looking at? I think what's remarkable about Africa over the last six months and looking forward into the next six months ahead um, is several things. So terrorism, um, regime risks, um, which obviously then relate to whether or not you can do business in Africa and um, and corruption. So there's a lot of um, anxiety that we have at the moment about um, about trade in in um, arms. We have anxiety about regime risks because although the region is actually relatively stable, I mean ironically it's not an unstable region, it's not, it, it's, it's unstable in the sense that um, you have a lot of internal conflicts within the countries but actually doing business there is more about managing corruption, more about managing um, managing uh, the relationships on the ground. It's less about uh, managing the potential for huge conflict. Co- conflicts tend to be civilian ones and between, and, and terrorism is very high as well. So you, we've seen an increase in the levels of terrorism in sub-Saharan Africa, uh, particularly focused around Nigeria, but other countries as well, um, because ISIS has been moving into the region as it's, as it's lost its ground in the Middle East and Europe, it's, it's, it's moved into Africa. So although, although there are risks, they're very specific African risks um, that are very specific to individual countries within Africa. I think one of the problems is, is treating sub-Saharan Africa as a, as a block. It's not a block and there are very specific um, regional risks those are centred around corruption, they're centred around the type of regime that are there and they're centred around the threat of terror. Any particular big changes since we last spoke about uh, about, about individual country risk then? Um, so individually, um, at a country level, um, we've seen quite big increases in the terror threat in Angola, um, with Central African Republic, Nigeria. In actual fact, in about 19 of the countries, we've seen an increase um, in, in the terror threat. Um, we've seen an increase in the ter- in the regime type threat, so, so sort of general conflict of regime level in a similar number of countries um, and in corruption as well and it seems to be the same types of countries so it's 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 Mozambique is particularly risky at the moment Nigeria is particularly risky at the moment uh, Niger um, and and uh, Zambia as well seem to be the countries that are popping up as ones that have um, specific risks now is there a risk of doing business in the region only in so far as these are regimes that are associated with a lot of the KYC and AML type struggles that banks have when they're financing businesses in these areas. If you know the regions and the countries within the region well, then those risks can probably be managed. Also, coming back to what we're talking about with uh, Belt and Road Initiative, um, there's been a little bit of a uh, well, sign assure slap down a little bit, so some of the more um, sloppy processes and some of the projects that have been uh, undertaken. Um, What are we actually seeing in terms of what's happening with Belt and Road on on the ground uh, in in the last few months? 
Well, in the data, what we're seeing is an increase in the amount of trade. We're seeing, again, we see this dual-use goods trade all the time. And some of it is because telecommunication systems, satellites and um, and security systems are being installed. And, and to, you know, you have to see that as, as both a positive and negative. So some of it is a feature of economic development. Um, we're seeing a lot of trade with China. It's the fastest growing. Um, it's it's the fastest growing trade partner of every country in the region. Um, the, but but interestingly as well, we're seeing a lot more intra-regional trade going on. So we're seeing um, we're seeing this move towards um, regional associations, regional free trade areas across the sub-Saharan African region. We've got all of the separate. Uh, free trade areas as well. They're beginning to work more closely together. A lot of that is centred around Rwanda, which is actually one of our top picks as, a, as one that is, um, that, that's very interesting because it's very resource rich. Um, but I think, again, the, the Belt and Road Initiative is, is creating both an opportunity and a threat for the region as a whole, because the danger is that um, that it develops too quickly in a way that actually creates worse political problems in the region, doesn't give jobs, doesn't have the trickle-down effect that, that theory says it should. So I think the, the, the places to watch, countries like Botswana, countries like South Africa, Nigeria, obviously, Ghana, Ethiopia um, and Kenya are the ones where we would say there's a lot of money going in. Um, there's a lot of infrastructure support going in. Some of that is around ports, some of it is around railways. Building infrastructure within Africa is very important. The problem is the level of debt um, that builds up. And we've seen that because um, we've seen that in countries like Pakistan and we've seen it in Sri Lanka as well. And you know that that's created its own political problem in Asia. I mean, Sri Lanka's debt and port debt related to China is a case study to African nations, maybe to think about that level of debt because it creates a dependency. Going back to the intra-Africa trade, how are you picking that up on the data? Is that is that is that really? Um anecdotal or is, or is this actual um, No, so so um, the Coriolis data is mirrored um, and what that means is that we reverse the data. So if we're looking at Kenya's trade with Ghana and Ghana's trade with Kenya, they'll say two quite different things. Um, if you if you average them out, they're both poor reporting countries, but if you average them out, you'll get a better idea of what's happening by looking at the import and the export flow and then averaging it than you do just by looking at, say, Kenya's trade um, or, or just by looking at Ghana's trade. There has been an awareness across the region that they need to improve trade statistics anyway. We see some of the biggest divergences in the world between um, in, in sub-Saharan Africa. So there's a lot of hidden trade. Um, a lot of it is in the informal economy. But we're beginning to pick up um, increases in trade within the region. And also, interestingly, between in soft commodities uh, between countries in the region and the Middle East and North Africa. So uh, the UAE, Saudi Arabia, and actually Egypt as well, very important as trade partners for the region in soft commodities. And you'll, I guess, pick up stuff in terms of foreign exchange reserves at, 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 at central banks. I mean, how how, how uh, countries like Angola, which which used to be very much in the headlines, how, how's that uh, changing now? Is it uh, on your risky level? Um, so Angola has become has has increased in risks simply because it's it's. Um, 
to some extent becoming more um, more aware of its position in the world. Um, so obviously it, it has a very important relationship with China in oil trade. Um, it has a very important status in the region as well. Um, it's been increasing the levels of dual-use goods trade, but also arms trade. That's, that's gone up over the last six months. We've seen a visible increase in that. Some of that comes from the position of foreign currency reserves. So, I mean, there is, you know, there's a general awareness that, that, that um, you know, the country should be doing more um, to promote itself strategically as well as economically. Thank you, Rebecca.